paying taxes to the emperor. Good morning, Christian America. That is the question that Jesus is asked in the scripture that we're going to get into today in the gospel of Mark and chapter 12, starting at verse 13. Jesus is asked a pretty simple question. Should we or should we not pay taxes to the emperor? And for all my politically minded followers here in the Christian American community, Jesus has a message for us. And it's to stop worrying about the things of the world and to start worrying about the things that truly matter, the kingdom of God. So let's get into the word today. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith across our nation. We seek to revitalize the Christian faith because the Christian faith has been diminished across our nation. It hasn't been a one-year problem, a five-year problem, a 10-year problem. This problem has been going on for quite a long time, 30, 40, 50-year problem. The faith of our nation has been dwindling for quite, quite some time. And I would argue, and I would put before you that part of the reason is because we collectively, this nation collectively, have put the things of the world as a higher priority than the things of God. That we've put the flesh mindset in a higher position than the spirit mindset. Scripture says that we should put the spirit ahead of anything in the flesh, that we should kill our flesh. And that's what Jesus is going to talk about in the scripture that we're going to read to you today. If you follow us, you know that every Monday we come to you with a portion of scripture. We've been taking you on this long journey from the beginning of the gospel of Mark, and we're going to bring you all the gospels. We're eventually going to get you all the way through the New Testament. We're going to read, and we have been reading scripture in order, not to take it out of context, but so that you can understand exactly what's going on. So we won't cherry pick scriptures, and we don't combine them from a bunch of different places to fit a narrative of our own or a narrative maybe that you even want to hear. We don't do that because that's not the way scripture is meant to be read. It's meant to be read exactly as it was written, with the words exactly as it, as it was written, in order, in context. What we're going to do is I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to read it to you. And if you want to know what happened before this, just go back to last week's podcast, um, last Monday's podcast, and you, you'll you'll catch yourself right back up. It's important that we as a community understand scripture. It's important as a community, uh, we as a community read scripture, get into the word of God, understand what he's trying to tell us. He tells us so much in so little, which is why we have to break it down into short, easily understandable chunks so that we can unpack the depth of God's word and what it means for us today so that we can stay on the straight and narrow path instead of diverging 
on that long, that, that wide path to, to destruction so that we can stay close to God in, in our actions, in our words, and, and, and what we do and stay away from the temptations of the great deceiver, the one who wants to divide you from your brother, from your sister, wants to divide you from your countrymen, that wants to divide you, that wants to put you in a place of despair and anxiety. It's important that we come to you today to bring you this scripture. It's important that you listen to it and, and contemplate it. Think about it throughout your day. If you don't listen, if you don't read scripture anywhere else, this is the time. Just budget 15 to 20, 25 minutes of your time once a week on Monday for this podcast. It's the most important thing that you can do. The most important thing that you can do is get close to God. The most important thing you can do is listen to his word. The most important thing you can do is obey him. Not because I say so, because I'm no one. I'm no one of any significance. I'm no one of any authority. But because God says so. Because Jesus himself says so. To obey the commandments, to pick up our cross, to follow him, to be one of his, to bear good fruit. And that's how they will recognize you as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus. And so without further ado, let's get into the word. Get your Bibles, um, turn to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12. We're going to start at verse 13. And verse 13 says, They sent some Pharisees and Herodians to him to ensnare him in his speech. They came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man and that you are not concerned with anyone's opinion. You do not regard a person's status, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Should we pay or should we not pay? Knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, why are you testing me? Bring me a denarius, to look at they brought one to him and he said to them whose image and inscription is this they replied to him caesar's so jesus said to them repay to caesar what belongs to caesar and to god what belongs to god they were utterly amazed at him Now, in this short passage, there's four verses in this passage. And that conversation, that question remains here today. And we have people who still argue over it. They are argue over what is said by Jesus. And then they argue over what is meant by what Jesus said. And because our faith is now in the political space. When it comes to taxes, for instance, Christians like to point to this passage as a rationale um, 
or some Christians, should I say, like to point to this passage as a rationale that says, Jesus says to pay the government. When we should all increase our taxes because Jesus said that we should pay taxes to Caesar. What Jesus is saying quite clearly in this passage is that he is not concerned with things of the world. He is not concerned with your money. He's not concerned whether you pay to Caesar or not pay to Caesar. He doesn't, he, he doesn't even care who's on the inscription. Obviously, Jesus hadn't looked at a denarius in quite some time because he says, well, let me see whose inscription and who, whose uh, image is on this thing. That's how little he's worried about wealth. That's how little he's worried about taxes. He looks at the denarius and he has to ask, whose inscription is this? Well, it's Caesar's inscription. I'm sure he knew that. But he's trying to make a point. One, I'm not worried about it. This person on this inscription, I'm not even paying attention to who he is. He has no authority over me. He has no authority over God. He has no authority in the kingdom. So what difference should it make? That's the, that you can almost sense that tone in the reading. That Jesus has this, this nonchalantness, um, intentional, intentionally as to to show like i'm not worried about whoever this is we too should also have this idea because i'm not worried about who these important people are in the world i'm not worried about who these rich people are in the world i'm not worried about who the elite people are in the world because as a christian i'm not of this world now i live in this world but I'm not of this world. I have to live and breathe in this world, but I'm not attached to this world. When I list my priorities, when we as Christians list our priorities in our life, these things should be at the bottom and Christ should be at the top. Part of the community that we are a member of is the Christian American community. Christ first. Christ needs to be at the top of that list. His kingdom needs to be at the top of that list. His commands need to be at the top of that list. His family, us, need to be on the top of that list. Not things of the world. Not Caesar. Not our politicians. Not our quote-unquote leaders in government not our quote-unquote leaders in institutions and organizations that seek prosperity for themselves. Jesus makes it quite clear in the way that he, in the way that he answers this question. It's not just that he answers the question, in the way that he answers this question. Who is this? Whose inscription is this? Hmm, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not even worried about whose inscription this is. Oh, it's Caesar's. Well, pay to Caesar, what's to Caesar? But pay to God, what's to God? Pay to God what belongs to God. He goes, if you go back to the gospel of Matthew, and Jesus says to seek the kingdom first 
and his righteousness. If you seek the kingdom and his righteousness, all these other things are going to be given to you. He says it in the same tone that he probably says th this passage, this response. So what do we do? What do we do? What are we to take from this as we live out our lives today, as we chase the almighty dollar, as we argue with our friends and our neighbors all over social media and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter about who should pay taxes and who should not pay taxes and how much taxes should we pay for and get riled up and argue and hate and divide and, and, and be dismissive to one another? Name call to one another? Is that putting the kingdom first? Is that paying to God? What is God's? I don't think so. We should be focused on what he has for us. If God's plan is to make you a millionaire, you're going to be one. If God's plan is to make you something special, you're going to be that something special. To be a leader, to be a... I don't know, an athlete, superstar, movie director, whatever. If his plan is for that, then that thing will happen. If it's not, then it won't. Of that, I guarantee. So why should we lose any sleep over whether or not we should be paying X amount of taxes versus Y amount of taxes? Why should we be losing family members? over political discussions? Why should we be losing friends over politics on social media? Jesus makes it quite clear that we should pay to God what belongs to God. You know what belongs to God? You your spouse, your family, your community, those closest to you, the family of Christ in which you are a member of. And what Jesus does say is that we should love one another as he loved us. How did he love us? He spoke well to us he loved us healed us protected us sacrificed himself for us there is no payback for his sacrifice but we can do the right thing by following his commands by listening to his words not taken out of context not trying to drive an agenda, not putting politics and money and prestige and position over the word of God. Friends, that's why we're so lost. That's why our families are in tatters. That's why homelessness is skyrocketing. That's why drug abuse and alcohol use is at all-time highs. That's why people are killing themselves at a record level. Is because they think these things of the world are so important that they can't achieve or they haven't achieved, that their life is worthless. 
because they've put these things at the top as their number one priority. That is a house made on sand. It will collapse and we see it collapsing all around us. Friends, as we get our week started off right, as you make your way into the world this Monday, I ask you to give to God what belongs to God. Follow the teachings of Jesus. Not because I said so, but because he does. Don't follow any man. Follow God. Friends, if you like messages like this, if you support what we're trying to do, I don't ask for donations. We ask for your participation. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com uh, and you can purchase some Christian American apparel there should you decide that is, uh, that, that is something you want to do. You would help us greatly. But you can also be a member of the Christian American community by just sharing this video on your social media profile, by commenting on the things that um, that stuck out to you in this passage by subscribing to this YouTube channel, to this Rumble channel, to this podcast, wherever you're watching or listening to it. That would be immensely helpful for us, and we would be extremely grateful. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to have a blessed week this week. I want you to stay on fire for Christ. Good morning, Christian America. <laughs>